Welcome to the second episode of the Wavecast, the Wave Project podcast, in which we share all things Wave Project with you, uh, get information out there, uh, make sure that uh, all of our supporters and anyone who's interested know what's going on with Wave Project, which, which by the way, stands for Welcoming All, Valuing Everyone. Uh, we just can't tell you enough how grateful we are for all the supporters and all of the people um, you know, that have joined the wave and, you know, have been fantastic to us. You know, we are a young nonprofit. We've only been in existence for a couple of years, but uh, as evidenced by today, we have a wonderful guest. Uh, God really has brought just some amazing people uh, to our team and to our family, and uh, we're just forever grateful for that. So from time to time, we're going to do what we call a volunteer spotlight. And our idea behind this is to just try to get uh, the people that are actually making Wave Project possible on the screen to have them tell their stories and share a little bit about their experiences with you. And uh, on one end, it's just kind of for information's sake. You know, I know a lot of times we see social posts and other things, and it's really hard to read through everything and, you know, um, really get to the heart of things. So. Um, we want you to know the people that are actually, you know, living it out in the streets for us. But on the other end, it's just super inspiring. And uh, today our guest is a gentleman named Steve Peruca. Um, he is literally uh, the heart and soul of Wave Project. And I'm really excited uh, for you to hear his story and some of what he's experienced with Wave Project. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, I also want to let you know that uh, we're gaining uh, every day and we're learning every day with this podcast thing. So if you are a person that listens to audio podcasts, uh, you now have the ability to subscribe to the Wavecast. Who would have known, right? You can do so on all of the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, so look out for that and hit that subscribe button. And if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, please hit that like and that share button. That really, really helps us. If you could subscribe, like, and share, uh, you know, you're helping our mission along. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our main man, Steve Peruca. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing, Todd? Doing very well. Um, you know, Steve, a lot of us that uh, are of the core group or the leadership team in Wave Project, we're musicians. We're used to being on stage and on camera. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to have you share kind of who you are in a little bit, but you're generally not somebody who's like, you know, on screen or on stage very much, right? No, but I did, uh, I did play the drums younger. Oh, really? Yeah, so I can do percussion. Uh, you know what? We're learning things about one another every single day. Well, uh, for the people who are watching and listening right now, I, I cannot overstate this. Uh, Steve is a fantastic human. He's a man of God. Uh, he's a great husband and father. And uh, literally, one of the most amazing things about Way Project for me is as I think back over the few years, uh, I have close friends like Steve now, uh, partners in service, brothers in service. Uh, and sisters in service that like I didn't even know then and I think that really speaks to like how awesome it is when we take that little step to just jump in and get connected to something uh, how God can work in some wonderful ways so Steve my first uh, thing I'd like you to do is you know just you as a person Steve Peruca kind of who is Steve what do you do where are you from uh, as much or as little as you'd like to share uh, people out there you know they want to know who are you Steve okay I, I grew up in Warren, uh, two sisters and a brother. Um, 
very fortunate, very blessed with a good family, uh, great mom and dad. Uh, my dad passed away, you know, over 20 years ago. My mom, about a year and a half ago, almost. Um, I have three children. Um, oldest is 34 now, out in California. Uh, my middle daughter is, I got to do the math. Man, I have really become my dad. <laughs> I, I'm really, really sorry, Olivia. Um, so she's uh, 27, and uh, Chase is almost going to be 26 in December. Uh, both are, the oldest two are married. My daughter's in St. Clair Shores, and my son just graduated uh, college and is still living with us. But Congrats. he's got his first job, and he'll be moving out. So we'll be empty nesters soon. Is that a, a nervous sort of thing, or is it just, hey, we'll take care of that when it happens? Yeah, we'll take care of it when it happens. So, um, yeah, it'll be kind of lonely when he moves out, being empty nesters, I think. Yeah, yeah I bet. Pretty big house. So what's so. your day job, Steve? Like, what, what are you built to do? Like, you know, when you leave the house, where do you go? What do you do? Yeah, so can I say the company? Sure, man. Yeah, Yeah. so I work for Flexingate. I've been there 17 years. I work as an engineering manager in advanced engineering. So I have a group of engineers that we do wow. stuff that's never been done before, a lot of lightweighting, stuff like that. So um, it's a great job. I get to do a lot of creative stuff, kind of more of a structural engineer by trade. So sure, um, I get to build, and that's I like doing that. That's awesome. And if I if I'm you know not mistaken, uh, you like worked up the ladder there. You know you you got in and yeah. you kept yep. working. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I came up through the tool shops. Uh, through skilled trades and then I had a customer that hired me as a program manager and you know through a couple jobs and then some of the guys I worked through uh, or worked with uh, ended up going over to Flex Engage so they put a good word in for me and uh, you know it was kind of one of those things where you had to know somebody it's kind of like a mafia, <laughs> you <had> to work <laughs> mafia. <laughs> so uh, you know they kind of hired on uh, advice and people they knew and um, I've been very fortunate uh, in all my jobs to kind of grow with companies. So it's really been a huge blessing. That's awesome, man. Um, well, when I, I think about, you know, even just me getting to know you and you volunteering with Wave Project, um, you know, I'm just really interested to know it because there's probably a lot of other people out there that, you know, not just with Wave Project, but organizations and situations that, you know, they're really passionate about, like, uh, how did you hear about us? And like, secondly, um, you know, how did you get connected to Wave? Like, you know, if you could tell that story for us a little bit, the first oh. time you heard about this crazy idea, and then like, you know, kind of how you made the choice to, you know, start volunteering. Yeah. Um, can I say the organ? Yeah, we had men's group. Yeah. Uh, it was actually through my men's group, uh, Kensington Church. Uh, Jim Hankel is our great fearless leader. Yeah. And uh, we're, you know, we kind of do. Christian Bible study, you know, men's studies on how to be in the world and uh, survive. And um, he said something, it was just about two years ago, it was right around Thanksgiving, and he said, you know, it's great that you're here, but if you're not out there, you know, doing and serving, you really aren't doing it. Um, so that kind of segued into uh, one of your other wave volunteers getting up and asking for volunteers just when you were doing the luncheon at the Well Church. and. Um, you know, I went online, you know, kind of scoped you guys out, see if you're up to standards. Sure, if you liked our aesthetic, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I read the group and, you know, how you wanted to do something in the community and you had settled on hygiene. 
and you were looking forward to a shower unit. And showers are near and dear, so it, it's a philosophy and uh, something that I could easily get behind and something I really believe in. So it's an easy, easy thing for me to grasp. I'm not very deep. Uh, so, um, I, you know, I like the mission. So it kind of clicked with me. So um, when I think back, as you mentioned, at that time, we were just doing the outreach barbecue. And for people that, you know, might not have been following us at that time, uh, when we founded Wave Project, uh, we started with doing an outreach barbecue in which people were served a hot meal and uh, essentials were given. And that was a really great way for us to not only uh, connect with, you know, the people we were hoping to serve and build relationships with them, but also it was a way for us to start building community with people that had a similar heart for the homeless and to reach out to them. And so that's where uh, you started with us, Steve. And I remember even at that time, uh, you guys, little by little, it seemed like were uh, feeling even more inspired through your experiences and uh, looking for ways to get involved um, over and above just, you know, coming and serving meals. Uh, you actually did uh, a, a bake sale at one point for us. Can you talk yeah. about that for us? Yeah, uh, Crystal's a great baker. and uh, so Crystal's your great. wife, your wonderful wife. Yeah, Take an yeah, opportunity to say how wonderful she is my, and fantastic she yeah, is. My wonderful, beautiful wife, Crystal. Uh, she's quite a baker. And uh, the guys at work, you know, I'll bring stuff in. So I said, hey, guys, it's time to, like, pony up a little bit and uh, donate for the cause. Uh, so we were able to do that. So that was pretty awesome. Nice. Um, and as time went on, uh, to talk more about your wave story here, uh, we were able to do a couple events. We were able to, uh, raise some funds and eventually order the shower trailer and, you know, get that on the road. Uh, and around that time, uh, can you talk about how God was moving in you and, you know, what that looked like as far as transitioning from the barbecue and offering more of your time and more of your expertise to, uh, you know, become a part of our mobile service crew? Yeah. Um, talk about the luncheon. It really was uh, going outside my comfort level. You know, you see the homeless and I just wasn't really comfortable, you know, talking to them or stopping. I, you know, I didn't know what I had to offer. It's sure. Like what, you know, what can you really do? Um, and the first line, I just remember like wanting to throw up before I walked in. Really? And, uh, oh yeah. I mean, it was, I, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't want to say the wrong thing. What do I have to offer kind of stuff? So it was, it was, for me, it was a pretty big step. I was very uncomfortable with it. I'd like to rest in that for a second, Steve, because I think like that's completely, uh, you know, normal. And that's something that we can all associate with the idea that we might feel inspired to step into certain uh, volunteer opportunities or even in our everyday life, pay it forward in a, a certain kind of way. Um, and it really, for a lot of us, myself included, you know, it's really hard to overcome a lot of those nerves and a lot of um, yeah. maybe even our own expectations or what we believe something might look like. So, um, you know, it was a big step for you to, you know, not only decide that you were going to uh, volunteer with us, but to also even just like walk through the door, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, you know, I kind of put it in my perspective. I was thinking more about me and then, you know, that made me nervous and, you know, you got to remember, you know, it's more about the service than the person. Sure. And you just be yourself. You know, they're not, I'm not going to solve homeless by myself, homelessness. Um, but, you know, if I can make it a little easier, um, you know, for people and treat them just as regular people. So, 
that's the one thing I do enjoy is I do really get to talk um, to the homeless during the services. And they're just, they're like us, you know, a couple unfortunate situations, you know, uh, other issues. And, you know, you really aren't that separated, you know, yeah. loss of a job, some medical issues. You could easily find yourself in the same situation. So that's how I kind of approach it. Yeah. And, you know, an engineer, somebody that, you know, is used to leading people and leading teams and, you know, being out in the public, whether it be with for clients or other sorts of things, you know, um, it's interesting how, and I talk about this a lot, how many of us don't really realize how our everyday skills, what we went to college for, what we're passionate mm -hmm. about can transition over. And, you know, God is going to use those skills for good, right? Even when we might not even oh, yeah. believe in ourselves to that extent. So you started out uh, at the uh, barbecue, volunteering, serving food. Then you started signing up for our mobile service crew. And for people who might not understand what that is, whenever we go to a site, whether it be the Well in Mount Clemens or First United Methodist in Royal Oak, uh, we have people that are in leadership roles called mobile service coordinators that, you know, get the trailer set up and, and they lead and they do those sorts of things. But we have also crew volunteer positions uh, that are open to anybody, you know, people that can go to our website, waveproject.org. They can sign up for a uh, service or a site that's convenient for them, and then they can uh, come out to the service and uh, they can help with uh, getting guests organized, getting them uh, their shower, uh, loving them along the way. So you started out as a crew member, and over time, uh, it was undeniable, yeah. Steve. Like you, you're not only dedicated, um, you've got a heart for the homeless, and um, you know one of our big things as a leadership team when we talk about this is. Uh, we not only want people that we believe are responsible and, you know, people that can do uh, the mobile service coordinator job, but we want people that, uh, like you said, sincerely want to be there and want to make a difference and, and see homeless people as people first. And I can say personally, uh, you know, I see it in you every single time I'm around you and especially when we're <laughs> on site. So you went from the barbecue to being on the crew, and then, you know, I'm the type of person who is always asking too much of you, and I asked you to be a mobile service coordinator and take on a leadership role. And now, um, you know, fast forward even further than that, you know, six months later, uh, you are lead mobile service coordinator. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Okay. Uh, and uh, you've joined our guest services team as, you know, our co-lead of the guest services team. So just like at Flexingate, you, you've moved on up, right? And God's put you in a position. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd like to really know uh, when, you know, you think of your time at WAVE, uh, what from your WAVE experience has challenged you most? You know, uh, you know, you talked about that moment uh, walking into the door. Uh, whether it be with a, a guest or, you know, a circumstance, you know, can you think of anything that's really, really challenged you at all or impacted you most? Um, you know, it's just getting comfortable with the trailer, you know, to be responsible for that, be responsible for uh, the service team that comes to clean, you know, make sure there's no issues. Um, you know, it, it's a little daunting the first couple of times, um, but it's like anything else, you know, maybe I've overthought it a little bit. It, my family will laugh at that, but, um, you know, it's just that getting the comfort level, knowing, you know, kind of more of the technical side to make sure everything's set up. You know, the one thing I really, really enjoyed being on the service crew was I was out, I was right there usually when our guests came out of the shower. Mm. So I got to see him go in and sure. come out. And to me, yeah. that's the most rewarding part about, um, you just see the, 
the weight of the world on their shoulders when they go in and when they come out and yeah. the difference in them. So that that's what I enjoy most. So, so learning the ropes, figuring out how yeah. to do a shower trailer thing, which by the way, I'm, I'm very much in the, that club. Like people look at us yeah. like shower trailer, what's that all about? You know, I'm sure your engineering helped you out a lot more with that. Uh, but for me, it was, you know, a learning curve. And then you quickly transitioned there. You said like, um, you know, the impact that it is seeing people and helping people. And I'd like to really lean into that if we can. Um, okay. you know, when you, you talk about and think about your experiences serving the homeless, um, you know, in your expert opinion, which none of us are experts, right? We just have these small moments yeah. in time that we're blessed to spend with uh, these people. What is the need, you know, especially in relation to hygiene services? Um, like if somebody's listening to this and they don't really have any point of reference in your mind, when we're talking about, yeah. you know, hygiene and the homeless, what, in your opinion, what is the need out there? Yeah. Um, so I think the physical need, right. Um, to be clean, um, you know, uh, and especially with COVID, there really wasn't anything out there. So it was great when we were able to kind of start back up. Sure. Um, just to feel safe. I mean, you just, we talked to a lot of the homeless, you know, and they're not looking for a lot of conflict and, um, you know, just to be able to come to a facility, you know, it's your, it's your private bathroom, basically, you know, with the shower and the toilet and sink and uh just kind of having that protection and then the you know, one thing we do notice a lot is a lot of times there'll be a couple people that um you know kind of a support system and one person will take a shower while the other person guards their uh, their belongings sure and that's one of the biggest issues is just having their belongings stolen yeah um just on saturday one of our guests was talking about that and just how you know uh, stealing from another homeless person, <laughs> homeless, he said, you're just the bottom of the barrel, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just, yeah, having safety. They're just looking to survive, um, you know, just not to be hassled. You know, the police knows that they're, they're there and most of them, you know, they're, you know, they try and stay in an area where they aren't a problem yeah. and just trying to stay warm, I think is the other big issue during the winter in Michigan climate. Um, so that's a lot. And we both know that there's so much more <laughs> out yeah. there, you know, yeah. that there are needs. Uh, but when we think about everything you just shared, uh, what, what specifically in your mind and in your opinion, um, is wave project doing to meet that need that is unique, that is different than anything else out there. Uh, when, when you think about wave project and, uh, the people that you've encountered and the people you've shared love with, um, you know, how is Wave Project, in your opinion, uh, meeting that need out there in a unique way? Well, you know, I think the shower is important, but I think, um, you know, particularly when we're at a site for multiple times is, you know, we're able to strike up a friendship and we get to share more and more with them and they get to share more and more with us. Um, you know, it might be just the friendship. Um Sure. Even more than sometimes I think the shower. Because yeah. um, I, I think they don't spend a lot of time, you know, other than maybe their small group. I, I don't think they spend, they don't have a lot of time interface with a lot of other people. Yeah. Or it's in a rather negative way, their interface um, out in the general public. So. You know, it, it occurs to me sometimes that when, you know, I, I put Wave Project out there, 
you know, people are like, oh, wave, okay, you know, I, I like the lake, that's great, you know, and they might not uh, <laughs> right off understand that it, it stands for welcoming all, valuing everyone. And, and what I hear you saying is like, yeah, hygiene services are important. It's really good that we can take that to them. Uh, but having people like yourself, like our trusted, beloved volunteers that have a heart for the person first and that are willing to, uh, you know, reach out and have a, a small connection with them, to see them as a person, to look them in the eyes, to help them whenever we can, um, that that's what's most important. And that's really what welcoming all and valuing everyone is all about. Uh, when you think about um, your time, is there something in your volunteer experience with Wave Project, with you serving with Wave Project, um, that, you know, right off the bat, when somebody asks you, like, hey, you know, what has had the most positive impact on you from like a connection with a guest? Like what is the thing, the story, the, the testimony you would share with somebody about, you know, wow, like this really, really had an impact on me. Yeah. You know, I don't know that we know everybody's story completely. Um, but I knew like one of our first guests, Eddie, okay. um, you know, he was on his way to a job and he was actually taking a shower and he was saying how great it was. And I just got a chance to see him about a month ago when we were at First United uh, Methodist in Mount Clemens. That's awesome. And he's he's there as volunteer uh, helping with the homeless. Ah. So, yeah, so they have a, a clothes closet uh, through the church. And he was out there actually uh, getting people clothing out of their facilities. So it was good to see him. I got to see him a couple of times. And it was nice to really hear that, you know, he's making his way, right? So, sure, you know. It could be they're clean enough, you know, maybe to meet a family member that they hadn't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, we've heard some of those stories. Um, you know, I guess it's just the dignity, you know, when we see them come out, I think is the, is the one thing that strikes me. Yeah. You know, even if it's for five or ten minutes out of the whole week, you know, they, they get to feel good about themselves. So I think that's the biggest thing. And then the volunteers. Totally. Right. The volunteers we have, I I I enjoy both. Like I, and particularly when I get to watch the volunteers interface with our guests, uh, that makes me some of the happiest. So actually, that's awesome. All right, uh, the easy part's over. I'm gonna really like put you on the spot now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Like, Thank like this. God you didn't say that to begin with. Yeah. Like any of this has really been easy, right? You know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, uncomfortable all the way around, but we appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, I want to say publicly on this podcast, you know, uh, we really would not be operating right now without you. Um, if I think about coming out of COVID and all of the unknowns, you know, I, I said it in the last podcast, we had no idea what it would look like. And even yep. with all of the different, uh, impacts and things that are going on, um, you have really stepped forward and, you know, taken on more responsibility and done so with, you know, so much care and compassion and uh, diligence that uh, not only myself, but all of our supporters and all of our guests that we serve, like, owe you a, a great debt, man. Thank you so much for all you do. Um, and with that in mind, you know, uh, I wrote down here when we're thinking about uh, why we're uh, doing what we do. And why on a Sunday afternoon or morning, excuse me, when, you know, you could be, you know, enjoying that baking that Crystal does. Uh, why are you, you getting up and, you know, leaving your house and driving week after week to help what Wave Project, for lack of a better uh, 
term, like what's your why or your reason behind why you volunteer? Yeah, well, um, I don't know how deep you want to get, but, um, you know, I've, I've been religious, but, you know, I kind of, I kind of walked away from it for a while, got reengaged with a, a men's group. And, sure. you know, as you get older, you start to understand things differently. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, to be first, you need to be last, yeah. basically. Um, so I think, uh, I just heard this. I wish I could take credit for it. Um, but it was somebody that was older and their family had, had grown up and, you know, they said, you know, why do you, you know, do the things you do? And it's because, you know, my children have grown up and it's now time to love other people's children. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I, yeah, w- yeah, again, I, and I wish I remembered where I heard that from. Yeah. It kind of struck me. And I think that's kind of sums up. I couldn't really put my finger on it before, but I think that's part of it is, yeah, I do get to uh, love up other people's children. Uh, basically, they may be older than me. <laughs> they may be younger. Um, but yeah, they're they're God's children, and I just try and treat them that way. You know, and, and that's really like the most basic thing to think of, you know, I mean, we all have had experiences where we're rushing to a class or to our job or yeah. coming out of a social event. And, um, you know, it's not always the most comfortable thing socially or, you know, otherwise to encounter somebody who's living on the streets. But as you said, uh, to just try to pray that God gives us a heart or eyes to just see them as people and even to take it to the yeah. next step, like as as other people's children, uh, somebody that no matter their circumstance, no matter the, the mistakes they've made, no matter what substance they might be dealing with, right, um, that yeah. they, they deserve to be treated like a human and to be cared for. And you said it earlier, any single person is not going to solve homelessness. Uh, but yeah. uh, if more people are like you, Steve, and actually step out and, you know, try to do a little bit, um, we'll not only make their lives a little bit better, but um, we'll, we'll make their um, overall well-being improved by just treating them like people and people first. Uh, so uh, our mission at Wave Project is to share love uh, by providing mobile showers to those in need. And, you know, again, putting you on the spot here and expand on this if you can. Um do you think we're living up to that mission? If you're talking to the people who write a check every month to Wave Project or sign up to volunteer, um, do you think we're living up to our, our mission? Absolutely. Um, it's. I, I wish. Yeah. If you want to, just come out one time and serve with us. Um, you'll get to see what we do in action. Um, it's really uh, hard to explain it, uh, but the time that we get to talk to our guests welcome them, you know, make sure their experience was good. Um, you know, uh, yeah, if you want to see it come out, but yeah, absolutely. It's the reason I keep coming back every week. That's awesome. Um, lastly, we are heading into Giving Tuesday here. And for those who don't know, Black Friday uh, is actually the day we're recording this. Um, you know, people are, are out there taking care of their holiday shopping needs and, you know, getting out there and getting those deals. And over time, this tradition of Giving Tuesday has come up. 
uh, where people uh, have traditionally supported organizations in their community or even globally that they believe in, uh, that they feel are making a, a big difference and having an impact. And as we go into Giving Tuesday, you're on the leadership team now, you're, you're well aware of this. We're trying to expand our reach. We're trying to say, hey, we're not only um, serving on the weekends, but we want to be able to serve Monday through Friday, and that's going to take us yeah. employing some part-time people. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm gonna do an ask and you know ask people to support us, but in in you know the spirit of this podcast and your experience, you know being somebody who just heard about it in a men's group, um, decided to show up, you know, um, and has walked along with us the entire way and made this possible. What would you say to people this Giving Tuesday? What would you say to the person who is thinking about donating ten bucks a month to a cause or? you know, making a, a big year-end donation, um, what would you say to them? Um, please consider the WAVE project. Um, I think this is one of the basic needs out there in the community, the homeless community. And if you got to experience the thank you and the gratification or, you know, how grateful they were uh, for this service, um, I, you know, it, it's a great way to, uh, to love other people very uh, practical way to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and now I'm, I'm going to kind of lob something up to you here. You're actually the, the co-leader of the guest services team, the person who actually communicates with volunteers, the person who not only trains our mobile site coordinators, uh, but actually, you know, helps our, our crew members that, you know, sign up for the first time, just like you yeah. did. Uh, so when uh, we're talking about the person who sees this podcast and is like, wow, that Steve guy is a good looking dude. I like what he has to say. His story resonates with me. What a beard. Look at that beard. Oh, man. Um, you know, if they're thinking, all right, I want to help. I want to jump in here. Um, you know, how, how can people help? How can people support, um, you know, the shower service? Yeah. And thank you, by the way, like overselling me. But yeah, yeah I, I appreciate your great faith in me. But um, yeah, either uh, financially, which is important. I mean, we can't uh, survive without the financial support of an ongoing operation, uh, but also is kind of the people side. Um, I really do enjoy our volunteers. Um, I do like having seeing new volunteers. And, um, you know, I'm also serving them uh, sure. because you know, they want to serve and they want to give, and I want to make sure they have a good experience uh, being able to do it, uh, you know, kind of be the hands and feet of Jesus is yeah. really, um, and I want them to have that good experience. So, you know, to me, that's also, that I wouldn't say it's necessarily equal, but, you know, also our God strike is that they both uh, have a great experience and that they basically want to come back. Awesome. Uh, being somebody who felt the nudge and, you know, decided to jump in, um, you know, what would you uh, say to the person who is feeling a little bit nervous like you were as you were walking into the door? Oh, yeah. Um, does, does, what does Wave Project do to, like, inform them, to prepare them, uh, even in COVID, right? Uh, what are we doing yeah. to keep our volunteers safe? And uh, how would you maybe answer any, you know, presumptive questions or concerns people might have. Yes, absolutely. With COVID. Um, yeah. So we've kind of revamped our cleaning procedures. Uh, we use a spray 
uh, we wipe down. We try and make sure we're not actually uh, getting all wet. Uh, you know why we actually clean sure. uh, the facility, uh, but we provide masks, face shields, goggles. Uh, we have tie bag. You know, depending on your comfort level. Um, our main thing is to make sure both our volunteers and our guests are ultimately safe. Yeah. We haven't seen any COVID in the homeless population. You know, we ask and. I think it's also because they have a pretty small group of people that they interface with. Um, they really haven't seen any, uh, you know, COVID that we know of. And a lot of them have been tested too. Yeah. And I'd like to um, put out there that we're not just like asking, like, you know, on, on faith, we take temperatures, we have a screener that yeah. we do, you know, so, um, you know, that's a part of the process as well. Good. Yeah. So that's kind of the more immediate COVID need. Um, I guess the rest would be, um, you know, if you feel intimidated, you don't know how to talk to people, you know, or you're kind of, we need both. We need both people um, to greet our guests. And there's really different kind of jobs with them because, you know, we set up a table. So we have socks and underwear. And so depending on kind of what everybody's skills and talents are, you know, we have people that clean and, you know, it's kind of nice to with the volunteers, we kind of let them kind of choose the role that they want to have. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's not a, um, and every week it changes a little bit because we have a little bit different personalities and um, what people want to do. And we're able to do that when we have a number of volunteers. And actually, if we have extra volunteers, it actually gives us more time to talk to our guests. That's awesome. Um, and it, yeah. So we, we like to spend time. I mean, cleaning is important, but really it's about, um, you know, greeting our guests and spending time with them. You know, it may be one of the few, you know, I would say positive uh, conversations that they may have all week, actually. Maybe in some cases, the only conversation they have, period, right? Uh, a lot of yeah. people yeah. that don't have a lot of social connection because people, you know, pass them over or maybe they're not feeling comfortable or, to be real, if they have, you know, psychological or, you know, uh, substance abuse issues going on so um it's, it's yeah. that interpersonal connection is really important so just to kind of give people an idea of what's shaking here uh you know please be on the lookout for uh those giving tuesday things we've been talking about and uh, if you can jump on board uh, we are looking for uh partners uh we're trying to fund those two part-time positions to make uh, mobile showers possible uh during the week so uh, I think the math ends up being, you know, you could support uh, those positions for $150 a day or $300 a week and, you know, aggregate that out. So that's going to be our campaign, like really asking people like, hey, would you fund those positions for a day or a week or a month or even a year if you're able to do so? And then secondly, uh, we're going to be actually out in Royal Oak again. Uh, you know, Steve and all yep. the mobile service coordinators have that going. Um, and uh, you're actually heading out to a potential site partner on Saturday too. Yeah. We don't want to give out any like specific information just in case, but uh, the idea is, is we're looking to expand. We want to go to where the need is anywhere in Metro Detroit, and we're trying to do that. And Steve, I just want to thank you, buddy, for being here and for sharing your story and sharing your time and your heart. Um, man, you are fantastic, and I love that you're a volunteer and a part of our program, but um, I'm just even more grateful that you're my friend and um, that we get to do this together. So um, thank you very much for being here today. 
that is the second episode of the Wavecast. Again, um, please visit waveproject.org if you're looking to volunteer or support us. Uh, if you like this podcast and you want to subscribe, again, any of the major podcast outlets, you can subscribe for the audio uh, pod- podcast, excuse me. Uh, please make sure you press that subscribe button and that like button there. And then uh, we're also on YouTube, um, so you can get this video podcast and you can see Steve's smiling face there. Um, so um, thank you very much, Steve. Uh, have a wonderful evening. And thank you very much to all of our volunteers and supporters of Wave Project. Take care. Yeah. And can I do a quick shout out? Sure. Actually, our, our host organization. Oh, nice. The people that we get to serve with, yeah. um, particularly the last uh, couple different sites that we've done, the people that we, uh, you know, actually host us, uh, street ministry that they do, uh, I'm just in awe of and the way they know their guests. And it, it gives us a comfort level with our guests that we're kind of an extension of that. Um, which is kind of nice. So we, we get their confidence and they feel comfortable using our facilities. So, Well, you know, and that's a big thing for us. Uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of organizations out there that, you know, really aren't into collaborating uh, with Way Project. Welcoming all, valuing everyone doesn't just extend to volunteers or guests. It's other organizations, whether it be, you know, McRest or More Than a Bust or First United yeah. Methodist or, you know, anybody. Um, that's a great point, Steve. This is why we make a good team, my friend. I forget things and you circle back and you say it. So thanks again, friend. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. And we hope that you'll visit the site and get involved. And, uh, you know, happy holidays, everybody. Take care. Okay. Yep. Love you, brother. Love you too, man.